26th of January 2006, a massive fire swept along the lower slopes of Table Mountain, threatening nearby suburbs and cutting off several hiking groups. And if you remember anything about this, just take yourself back to 2006. What do you remember about it? I remember being in Johannesburg, quite frankly, just moved to Johannesburg and following all of this. And uh, even though I don't have hair, it was quite hair-raising listening in. And a very good morning to John Matham, the Afternoon Drive host. Now, jeez, um, I know you've been waking up early for a very long time, uh, but thanks for making time this morning, John. It's a, it's a great pleasure, you know, and what a grim irony that we're talking about yeah. the, that, those fires and that fire relief on a day when there is another, well, two big fires, the Blackheath Industrial Fire and then the Table Mountain Fire, which has caused the evacuation of 12 Potholes Hotel. And it's, it's an indication of just what an issue it is for the city of Pecto. Let's revisit the story very quickly. Let's go back to 2006. We have a huge fire, a cigarette butt, and a British tourist. Yeah, I mean, it. it we, we, there was that one fire, but it was a summer of fires uh, for weeks. Yeah. Fires had been burning. Nothing of the scale, nothing which came this close to houses, nothing which gave us uh, such dramatic calls from mm. people who were standing on their roofs, wetting the you know sort of the perimeter of their houses, trying to stop the the fire from reaching it. It gave us incredibly dramatic eyewitness footage from our listeners, and it gave us very dramatic social media footage. Uh, but it, it this particular Table Mountain fire started by that British tourist came after weeks and weeks of fire after fire mm. after fire and this growing awareness that our professional firefighters and the wonderful large corps of amateur firefighters are utterly heroic and that they put themselves on the line day after day after day after day, some of them for, for nothing but a per diem and um, mm. the others, the professionals, for a salary, but not a particularly great salary. And I remember that many of us had stayed up through the night because the, the radio coverage was so utterly compelling about yes. what was happening. And I was in the office on the Friday morning uh, preparing, you know, wondering who to talk to, wondering what, what direction the fire would take, would it be brought out of control, who do we speak to, what angles do we take, all those decisions that mm. people like you and I have to go through on a daily basis. And I got a call from Liz Westby Nunn. It was around about, it was before 11 o'clock, if I remember correctly. And uh, Liz was then um, the founder, well, she's still the founder, but she was then the CEO of the Portfolio Collection. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a call and she said, John, this, this, this thing is happening and these wonderful firefighters. And um, she knows the story of, of, uh, of somebody who's a volunteer firefighter and they fight these fires. And the, the uniforms which they buy themselves get so hot that they almost literally melt. So at the end of a couple of days on the line fighting a fire like this, she has to again then replace her kit at her own expense. And and can't we do something? She said, I've got 10,000 rand. Have you got a fund to which I could donate it? And I went, Liz, um, actually not yet, but give me a little bit of time. And I dashed into (laughs) Colleen Lowe's office and I said, Colleen, we need a fund because I've got 10,000 rand. And Liz has said she'll approach other people in the hospitality industry, Arthur Gillis, the Protea Hotels, and yes. people like that. She said, I'll approach them, and I know that they will add the money as well. And so we spoke to Colleen, she spoke to people that mattered, and, and literally within an hour and a half, we set up this machine. Um, every member of staff 
Donda bib, and uh, we set up, um, I think, about eight pledge lines. I can't remember the exact number. And at a quarter past 12, we started rolling. Willie Kirsch, who was the prime media CEO at the time, had also given us a big yeah. bump of funding. So we started with somewhere close to 100K in the kitty. And then, uh, you know, the rest is history. By 7 o'clock that night, we had one and a half million rand raised from corporates. I remember <laughs> Old Mutual calling me and saying, we've got 80,000 rand. I said, no, 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 that's not good enough. I need 100,000 rand. Uh, oh, okay, we'll give you 100,000 rand. And John Fraser of Grand West, he called. And he said, John, we want to give some money. And I said, stop, John. I don't know how much you want to give, but we need 125,000 rand to get to a million rand. Are you going to give us 125,000 rand? He went, um, uh, okay. So it was the corporate, but we also had, yes. you, you will have done fundraisers, so you'll know yes. these stories. The yes. nine-year-old that phones and says, Uncle John, I just counted the money in my in my piggy bank, and there's 140 rand, oh, yes. and I want to donate that, and I challenge all other nine-year-olds to meet, to match that or better, and pensioners giving us money, which they could still afford. I mean, it was just a magnificent example of what we see over and over and over again. That this city, yes, it is divided. Yes, there are huge inequality gaps. But there are times when we forget all of those and we come together mm. as a city to help those in need. Even though the backdrop is pretty sad and there's potential loss of life, potential loss of property, you know, mm. people such as ourselves, we are assaulted on a daily basis by really, really negative news, um, you know, mm. and it doesn't stop. When these things happen, when we see these human beings come out, and as you mentioned, the, the, the little ones coming out going, Uncle John, we can help. I don't know about you, but it just makes me realize that there's more to a lot of this than, than just the negative stuff that we are uh, assaulted by each and every day, and that humanity certainly does exist out there. And it gives me hope, John. Exactly, you know, and we can't ignore the negative stuff. We can't yeah, ignore sure. the violence in the townships. We can't ignore the economic inequalities. We can't ignore the joblessness. We we can't ignore those things. And I'm not sure that we always get the balance right at the radio station, and that I always get the balance right in my yep. three hours on the radio. But we do highlight through Lead SA, and I know that you, have, you know, 25 to to seven. You, you're often talking to people who, as individuals or as small companies or as large companies, as NGOs, are making a difference, are starting programs which are benefiting people. And then a few months later, we talk to those people again, and they, they tell us about the 60 people who've learned to code who now have jobs. Yeah. And it's important that we continue to do that. It really is, because that is happening, as well as that macro-negative stuff. There are less macro, micro initiatives happening, which give an indication of the potential and the vibrant energy that exists in this country. You know, you and I have been going on about the water crisis as well and how enough was not done. Oh, and don't uh, start I mean, me. don't start oh, me. you won't go down that route, but I do want to talk, though, about the fire, the fires. We see it replaying most years. It's almost mm. a replay of the last year, maybe to a different extent. We've had Neisner. Do you think we've learned anything over the years, over the last 20 years? Oh, who knows? You'd have to talk to an expert about that, and I'll ask Robert expert. I, mean, I, I suspect that we have learned something, but I'm not sure that we always have the will and the organization and the resources to put yeah. what we've learned into practice in terms of eradicating the alien vegetation, which allows fires to spread so much more quickly, to clear the fire breaks, which we need to clear in order that fires can be better contained once they start. start. I think in terms of, of technology and um, using technology to help us get to fires quicker and to plot the spread of fires and to deploy resources, 
yes, we're, we're doing that better, but we're getting drier. The vegetation's getting drier and drier. People stay as stupid as they ever were. <laughs> they continue to do the stupid things that, that lead to fires being started. So, yes, we've learned, but have we... Have we learned well enough to put yeah. most of those lessons, if not all of them, into practice? I'm afraid that's, for me, at least still an open question. Phenomenal mind and human being there. John Matham heading the afternoon drive. Great having you on the show this morning, John. Thanks, Kino. Have a good one. There we go, and have a good show, and we'll hopefully see you at the party a little later this afternoon. We are celebrating. Uh, I don't think all of us want to rock up here on a Saturday, so we're going to have a little bit of a party a bit later at Prime Media Broadcasting. So just revisiting this particular story, what do you remember about it? Give us a call, 021-446-0567. That, of course, was Cape Talk's afternoon drive presenter, John Matham. And you can visit our website on capetalk.co.za today to see the video of John recounting some of his Cape Talk memories. Now, do you remember when this fire happened? Were you affected by this particular fire? Family members affected by it? Um, and, and what does the memory of this fire bring home to you? 21 Six oh five six seven. This is the Kino Kami Show. Uh, coming up a bit later, as I said, we are celebrating, and as you know very well, we're celebrating uh, our 20 years of broadcasting tomorrow the 14th, the day that marks 20 years of Cape Talk. Coming up, your chance to win a two-night stay for two to the value of 8,500 Rand at the President Hotel. Love it. Love it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial me on 021-446-0567 and share your memory of Cape Talk over the last 20 years.